0: This is PBE Daily, Early Mornings and Later Podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvombi. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know in the past couple of days I've given you a couple of dark turns, but you know what? Today is a very good day to be lighthearted, and I'm grateful I get the chance to do this. I'm still on that whole painting tangent. I've gotten a reviewed script from one of the authors I work as a collaborative artist with, and I'm yet to even touch the stuff because I, I still am struggling with the whole ability to pause one thinking pattern to touch on other work and especially when it comes to the stuff that I'm supposed to conceive from from zero it's not the easiest task out there I guarantee you to just wake up and tell myself okay pause all that we're gonna draw this this way and run with it as far as we can take it and it's it's hilarious when you think about it because my my whole training is Start something and make sure you see it through. If it's possible to actually take the light, light pieces and do the light pieces first, and then you do the heavy stuff later, the better for it. And I, for one, I'm grateful because in my day and age, I get to experience a lot of great things that are happening. It's actually which is the baseline of what i what I'm recording right now. I've been debating the ability for me to practice on speed reading, and I've said it time and again here and speed reading is still going to take me a while but i'm I'm glad i can actually piece words together much quicker and even from visually seeing it and one of the things i I came across was concept art books for cartoon network tv shows and these art books are things that to me are gems and not only that but also concept art books for certain artists whose work i keep on looking at not only on instagram but also checking out their books online and checking out their their, the visuals on when i google them and there is such a beauty to being in the 21st century especially for me as an artist and the advantages that come with it is why i wanted to touch on this today and it also still continues to marry back to the ideas of outliers by malcolm gladwell and in, in this episode, I'm going to touch on another element that was mentioned in the book because it's. I think it's the first time I checked out a book by someone that it took so many different turns. So by the time you get into the finish line of the book, you are completely mesmerized by the idea of sometimes the circumstances around you will lead to that which you become. For example, he said, in the first chapter and the foreword of the book, which is probably what I'm only going to touch on, so that I don't spoil the entire book for you, but hopefully it will drive you towards going to find the book and checking it out. Hockey players in the in Canada in the, in the hockey league, predominantly the successful ones were born in certain months of the year, in the early quarter of the year, and kids who are born past that period don't really get the fighting chance because the league is not set up for them to actually be a part of it. The, the pseudo uh, subconscious way that it's happening and I don't even think the League itself had noticed it until it was mentioned by Malcolm but, but Malcolm has this way where he, he looks at certain concepts that exist and he'll find bits and pieces of information which you didn't even think existed and by finding those bits and pieces of information you end up learning even more of how you could break down your understanding of things and the thing that stood out, and actually why I was glad that seeing the art books I saw married back to the whole idea that I saw the books around the same time I was listening to the book by by Malcolm, is sometimes the whole edge that ends up making people successful in certain periods in time and making them iconic figures is not that they had this excessive level of creativity or or experience in, in how they did that work, but it's also because they were in the perfect set of circumstances around them, and it really marries the idea of right place, right time. The people who were involved in the computer age really taking shape—the Bill Gates, the the Steve Jobs, and all these characters. Some of them are just born nine years apart, as is mentioned. And I'm, I'm just paraphrasing what I, what I what i came across in the malcolm gladwell book and this can be found even further back in history think of cleopatra julius caesar mac anthony and the period in time they were born into their existence may that not have played or could that not have played in them being able to take full advantage of that which was happening in Rome at the time because maybe the people who were there in the initial stages of Rome wouldn't have taken as great an advantage as the ones who came after and by a person like Augustus Caesar being around Julius Caesar it wasn't that not an education in that which could become the making of the Roman Empire and expanding it even further learning from the rights and wrongs of these individuals I'll take it further those who ended up becoming Marrying back to the last episode, leaders in independent states, proximity to that which was power, and adapting or following that which power was, and actively rebelling, would they not have been able to make independent states if they didn't know what was happening? The industrial age, if it wasn't for people being around certain equipment, would they not be able to then further... Their understanding of that which needs to be done. And the one that actually stood out, and I think it is what probably just crystallized it for me, was when you talked about especially Bill Gates. Whenever people bring up this idea of he never went to he never stayed in college, he dropped out, and everyone says that not everybody has to be in school for the for the four plus years or for the ten plus years that they're actually educated. What is not being put into context is why would a person like that have to leave school in the first place? The information around them was in abundance. This guy was playing around with computers and learning and putting in his 10,000 hours in his late teens because they lived in the right place. At the right time, there, was a, there, was, there were at least two places he actually would have had a, a degree of access to computers. And because he had that degree of access to these computers he was able to actually learn the computers and by the time he was 21 years old or 20 years old when he opened his first company are you going to be in class are you going to work on a company that actually probably has its first commission from ibm to try make an operating system more hours need to be dedicated to something it takes me back to a statement that my papa always told me in the different talents that i have i should pick the one that actually would make me earn a living and put most f- emphasis and effort behind that. The other talents you have, you could keep them alive, and until the math comes closer or even rises further, then add that to your portfolio. Then add that to that which needs to be done. It, it's it's a very simple concept, but I think it's one of the coolest things my papa ever taught me. And I think about that, and I think about my upbringing. So let's bring it into my personal context. I grew up in a parastatal, Growing up in a parastatal, I had access to television because we had a television in the house. I had access to people who went to different types of high schools as far as national national schools, provincial schools and all that. So we, I, I'd get interaction on holiday season when they tell me about the stuff that they were experiencing in their schools and the different festivals that they attended. And I'd, I'd hear from them that which was happening outside of me being all in all in Nairobi because I never went to boarding school. I went to public schools and, and I went to day schools in high school so I was home every evening I had the privilege of having a home cooked meal every night so I can't really marry to that which was their experiences but by hearing them tell me about it with my active imagination I could try to depict what could potentially have been that now add that to being in a parastatal then the beginnings of computers being introduced to these parastatals my papa's office had a computer and we'd find a way to go see him and hang out in his office because 90% of the time my papa was working on paperwork so if the computer is free we'd go touch the computer this is way before Windows 95 so we're just seeing this blue screen with yellow font on it and we'd try and understand how these punching of these letters would lead to something being written on the screen and as computers better improved one time we brought a laptop to the house and we'd all fight for the chance All tell of us to, to just touch the machine and as time went by, then the mobile phones that came out and the, that you could actually have the internet on your phone, that changed everything further. And any image I wanted to see online, I'd go to cyber cafes. I used to save up as, as many coins as I possibly could. I'd just take myself to a cyber cafe, just to sit down and look at these images. And I couldn't take them with me, so I, I would print out the images that I saw online. So I'd have these big mounds of paper that were just prints of images of art by artists who I admired so I could sit in the house and make them on my sketchpad and just try to emulate that which I saw. Then the flash disks and, and CDs to be burnt came out and I'd have stacks of CDs that have images of uh, then the nude figure of male and female just so I could be able to just understand how to make the human anatomy be illustrated. and. Granted, a degree of Pino was being watched. I'm not gonna lie. I, there was there was some consumption of porn at the time. But then, if you sat in front of a computer and didn't really take the time to actually just dive into porn a little bit, you're lying. You you you're full of nonsense. And I'm, I just have the guts to actually say it out loud. But neither here nor there. Go further into seeing now. I started seeing concepts of how companies were created. I first learned of image comics when I heard about this article, which I read was called The Exodus, and it was the lead illustrators of the X-Men have just left Marvel Comics to go make their own uh, book outline and initially my thinking was I'll make a concept and I'll pitch it to Image Comics so maybe I'll become one of the different produ- producing production companies in Image and that never happened so I just kept on trying to do it myself and imagine all these tangents that I've gone to in curiosity I learned how to do the anatomy because I was watching these visuals, I learned how to Heck, I'll even go further back. I learned how to be... I got curious about animation because I sat in a living room with a kid who didn't even like me and watched a cartoon movie and enjoyed it so much, I ended up becoming an animator. Now, that kid probably doesn't even remember who I am and doesn't even know who I am to this day. But though that kid didn't want me in the house, that my siblings were there and I was, I forced myself to stay in the house, I watched something that would inspire me thereafter. And I became a part of that particular industry and that particular world because somebody in my estate had that material. So the exposure needed to spark something in me was found. And now I take it to my me in my 30s and I'm coming across art books of people who've actually created and continue to create in the industries that I'm curious about all over the world. To be able to come across that kind of material and in the comfort of my own home, be able to see it, it changes everything. Because now... Think about how growing up, you're always asked to maybe make your way to the first world or make your way to different continents outside so you could be able to actually be a part of those industries. And then in your lifetime, you don't even have to leave your own continent, heck your own country to touch that world because you could just as easily be hired by those companies in the comfort of your own home and email the work back. You could have a Skype conversation with these people from across the globe and be paid digitally to your own phone through a phone network that actually has business with the different companies that could internationally make you get payment. Right place, right time in a whole new perspective. Time and again, I've quoted uh, and paraphrased Anjali Kijo. Africa being given the internet and Europe not being able to take it back. The advantages and the vast levels we can take that which we create have better improved simply because as we sit right now nothing is impossible. I am able to tackle the world and take it on bit by bit because all the tools I need I could just as easily google them youtube for example initially youtube was just a place ch- you could actually find old footage of or old cartoons that you wanted to watch or revisit old tv shows that you wanted to watch or revisit and now it's probably 90 percent of my consumption of entertainment is from youtube i watch more podcasts and i watch more uh animation concepts there and on on, on, on instagram than i watch any other shows i mean say for example just last night i I, I wanted to watch something on netflix i watched it on netflix and but most of the stuff i watched or consumed was on youtube and none of it actually really ties back to the different things that i'm going through as far as trying to wrap my head around the entertainment game here but the thing i love about youtube for example is if there's something i'm trying to wrap my head around in regards to maybe my pc is acting a fool. And I want to realize where I can find the tool that would actually fix it within the softwares. I'll just go to YouTube and I'll check it out and I'll just come back and visit it. The other day, I was trying to figure out brushes for one of the pages I was painting of the the, the remaining three pages and correction, the remaining two pages. And I went to YouTube and I was taught how to make my brushes and adjust them. Certain versions of certain softwares that I use, I, I was having a hard time I wouldn't open the newer versions because I wasn't able to find the perfect brush stroke pattern. Now I've solved that, I'm moving even faster with my work. The the whole element of planned obsolescence informing me of the different tools I need to buy. I mean, it's, it's only January and already my computers are telling me the different parts that they want to be replaced. And it just gives you more reason to actually work even harder. But all that is banded, is, is molded up from me sitting in the house and just doing the right amount of research and even sometimes just by me walking to the office and coming back and being curious about something i just type it up and i find the information think of the guys who had to go to libraries to learn things and think of the guys who because their parents wanted them to have a reading culture had countless books lined up on on corridors to read them my pop had books lined up on corridors but they were not books i was curious about because i wanted to see pictures I was a visual animal from the jump. I, when, when newspapers were bought, I'd look at photographs, yes, but I'd go to look at images drawn by Gado. And if I don't look at images drawn by Gado, any other illustrator that's actually out there, and after I see those two things, I close the newspaper and I put it away. I never read. I never had a reading culture. It's a big regret of mine. I didn't read as much. I got curious about reading much, much later. But I'm working towards fixing that because I already know where the situation lies. Not very many of us will take the time to do that. And I think we owe it to ourselves to try that. We, as much as possible, have to try better ourselves bit by bit. And the Malcolm Gladwell book just simply made it clear that you have to take full advantage of all the advancements that are around you at a certain time. Take advantage of all that. We live in a digital age. And to be in a digital age and to have the potential of actually taking those moments are making a great impact in the world it's not to be squandered now knowing that especially in a day and age where things are moving way faster than we expect them to we would to a certain extent shoot ourselves in the foot because we want to blow up as quickly as we start and i always will have a delicate balance when it comes to that wanting to blow up so aggressively is not a bad thing but it's something you need to really take your time with i When I was younger, I really did want to be famous because of the things I created, but it served me better that I had a pop of fame and it fell flat because the people who took advantage of me at that time made it clear to me that some people are are only around you because it better serves their agenda. And it's a sad set of circumstances when you can't see the agenda a person has because you're in love but it is good to see that when time goes by and you're given a fighting chance to come back and see the world for what it is you can still find advantages to actually better advance that which you create i am super privileged i have to say in my current day and age because take for example the podcasting i'm doing right now this podcast being put to the world in the comfort of my own home before i jump back into the different drawings i need to make it's a blessing in it of itself. And the freedom to be able to do it without actually having to ask somebody's permission and all that is the best thing ever. And that it's even possible for me to even monetize that which I'm creating at the moment or from a person listening to this being able to even better themselves because they're listening to what I'm saying. Am I not in a position to just say I'm, I'm the happiest guy alive? I can gladly say that my circumstances were completely perfect there was no losses that are going to be attained based upon how I've seen my life go thus far I've been able to do so much and there's even so much more I'm going to do as time goes by and to be able to see it and be a part of it as I'm able to I intend to take full advantage of these privileges that I have I have access to the internet. I have access to the internet at home. Add that to that to that list. I have access to the tools that I, will make it possible for me to create and draw even faster. I mean, look at how my images. I don't need to have a scanner involved. I just can draw them digitally and go all the way out to make the material come out. And I don't even have to make it go into print. I could literally just put it up and, and post it, and the world will enjoy it. I am able to get so much done in a period of twenty-four hours than many other people could way before. I mean, if we even think as far back as when the printing revolution began, am I not in a position of privilege at the moment? And I'm spoiled for choice when it comes to how I could actually make these things come to life. So the privileges that come with being around that which I'm around right now, never look down on that. And the few individuals who are able to actually see how they could spark things in themselves by their immediate environment, I give full props to you. To anyone who feels disenfranchised, I feel it's important for you to change your mentality by just looking around you and seeing that which are the positions of advantage that stand right in front of your face that you may look down upon yet they are the redeeming factors you're not considering. Don't shun certain pieces of work because you feel like they're going to take longer. Sometimes them taking longer is an advantage because it means you'll have the endurance level to get things done even further. The 10,000 hour rule is important because it just means by repetition you make things further. Lil wayne actually said that in a documentary repetition is the father of learning i repeat repetition is the father of learning and when i heard him say that i knew i was on the right path so i will keep on repeating and putting myself in a better position to actually learn how to ink and polish my work and even learn how to speak and make my work even more audible and more fluent in how i speak so say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all. Thanks for taking the time to listen to yet another episode of the podcast. I know I was rambling in some of those parts, but this happens whenever I get super pumped up and excited. But it's a good thing in and of itself. So out there in the world, enjoy yourselves, push yourself further, better yourself, and care for you first before you worry about what the rest of the world is going to say. Till next time. Oh no.